well as trends, treatments, and experience. Magnesium is naturally found in foods like This is the Well and Good Podcast. Tune in to find the wellness that fits your frequency. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's summer, at least stateside, and we hope you're relaxing, getting some much-needed R&R, vitamin D, and all the things the other seasons couldn't give you. And this summer, we're exercising some rest ourselves, but while we're recharging, we're sharing pieces of episodes from some of our favorite podcasts. Consider this your summer reading, but an audio version that you might actually do. Your summer listening. We all carry a lot with us throughout our lives, whether we realize it or not, which affects our mind, body, and spirit. In today's episode, we get to share a reflection from our friend Priscilla O'Adjaman at The Soft Life with Sadie Baddies. In it, she explains how to invite softness into your life by allowing yourself to release what you're holding on to and become more compassionate towards yourself. Welcome to The Soft Life with Sadie Baddies. Sadie Baddies is the antidote to mental health stigma, and this podcast is hosted by yours truly, Priscilla O. Adjaman. We are a virtual sanctuary centering Black and multiracial people, and we prioritize the mental and emotional nourishment that is the foundation of collective healing in our communities. Thank you for being here. If you're already following Sadie Baddies on Instagram, today's topic isn't brand new to you since we've been talking about it for a while now. Today, we're talking all about how to invite softness into your life. And while this podcast is open to obviously anyone and everyone who listens, this episode in particular is dedicated to Black women and Black queer and non-binary folks. Reason being is that we, as individuals and as a community, carry so much on a daily basis, many of us subconsciously, and it has real tangible effects on our mind, body, and spirit. So before we get into the how of softness, let's talk about the why. So why softness? Softness is defined as the quality of being easy to mold, cut, compress, or fold. 
In terms of a lifestyle, embracing the soft life, aka the title of this podcast, can allow us to have more ease and adaptability in our daily lives. A soft life means that we are compassionate, kind, tender, and gentle with ourselves and with others. It nourishes the mental and emotional well-being we need and are so deserving of. Far too often, black and brown women and individuals are carrying the weight of the world on our shoulders, so much so that we're involuntarily given the title of the strong black woman before we even hit puberty. And although the strong black woman may seem reliable and tenacious to everyone around her, she's tired of putting herself first. And even though resilience and strength are important necessary traits of being able to handle life's twists and turns, without the contrast of softness and ease, we end up exhausted, resentful, and overwhelmed. Softness in any aspect can help balance the inevitable changes that life brings us without compromising the love that we have for ourselves. And I want to acknowledge the fact that this soft lifestyle, although it may seem trendy, it is more about the balance than anything else. And it's designed to meet you where you're at. Without our basic needs met, such as housing, food, childcare, healthcare, and more, it's going to be extremely difficult to invite ease and softness into your life. And if right now this episode doesn't resonate with you, or you can't relate due to circumstances, just please remember that it's not your fault. You deserve to have beyond just your basic needs met, and I hope that these tips are accessible and available to you. And as always, we have a long list of resources on both the Sadie Baddies Instagram and website for more information and tools. Now, with that being said, let's get into the four ways that you can start to invite softness into your life. Number one, discover the ways in which you're too hard on yourself and examine where this voice comes from. This tip is especially for my recovering perfectionists, myself included. Subconsciously, our inner critic can take up a lot of room in our head. I know my inner critic is loud as hell sometimes. And sometimes what's actually happening is we're muddling the voice of someone in our lives, whether that's a parent, a caregiver, a coach, a supervisor, a friend who was really hard on us. And and instead what we end up doing is internalizing these messages. These can also be messages that we subconsciously receive from society through media and our lived experiences. Having awareness of your inner critic can allow you to make room for your intuition so that your intuition can guide you from a place of self-acceptance and compassion instead of constantly judging and criticizing your every move. In practice, I actually tried this out earlier this morning. I was having a lot of um, self-critical thoughts about my path, about you know where I am in life, and just to be honest with you, I am definitely hypercritical of myself. I think a lot of us are. A lot of us who who identify as ambitious people can be very hypercritical. I found myself getting into a spiral of negative thinking, and what I did instead is I took a moment, I brought up my journal. I wrote down all of the things that I was judging myself about and I took a minute to notice the patterns of these judgments. And what I did instead was on the opposite page, I wrote out very simple solution-oriented action items that I can do. Instead of judging myself and, and criticizing all of these thoughts and all these feelings about where I am and who I am, I just took a moment to pause and let out that inner critic. I 
personally believe that you can't deal with your inner critic unless you see it on paper, unless you visualize it and you get out of your head. So for me, journaling is my favorite practice. For you, it might be while you're in the gym, it might be while you're creating art, music, whatever it is for you. Finding out, finding an outlet that works for you is one of the best ways to let that inner critic out so that you can start to flow through those emotions and then you'll be more in touch with your intuition. Number two, give yourself or a loved one flowers or a plant. So there are studies that actually show the correlation between having fresh flowers or plants in your environment and improving your overall mood. Bringing in elements from the outdoors reminds us that we're part of an ecosystem. And personally, I noticed that when I stop to pick out some fresh flowers for myself or a loved one or take time to water my plants, I'm more grateful and aware of the present moment. Picking up fresh flowers or tending to your plants can be a self-love ritual. Or even if you're meeting up with a loved one, stopping to pick up some fresh flowers if that's what they enjoy. Some people don't like flowers and that's okay. But... Just the gesture in general is such a tender thought. It's such a tender action to do for somebody that you love. And we can all use more of those moments of a, hey, I thought of you, or this made me think of you, or I picked this up on my way to see you. Those moments invite so much softness into our life. I remember one time I bought flowers for a friend of mine and they were really really touched because they weren't expecting it and just to put a smile on someone's face by doing something so simple really just shows us that we don't need a lot you don't need to do a lot to make people feel loved and and to know that they're loved and that love that you share and pour out into the world that reflects back into you if you you know want to be somebody that is a loving person that is um, a genuine person, a kind person, offer that to yourself, but also pour that into other people as well. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low and high profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. Well. Number three, and this might be one of the most important tips, ask for help more often. Part of shedding the identity of being a strong black woman is not being afraid to ask for help. Asking for help is not a sign of weakness. It's actually the self-awareness that you are not meant to do everything alone. Sometimes we are so used to doing things alone that it becomes so ingrained into our behavior to just overwhelm ourselves. 
and preoccupy ourselves with an ongoing laundry list of things to do. But when we do everything by ourselves, it doesn't provide us any room to actually tend and nourish ourselves and pour back into ourselves. So my challenge to you is to ask yourself what areas in your life could you use more assistance? This could be at work, at home, at school, in your relationships. Where in these areas are you carrying an enormous amount of weight and where do you feel like you're doing too much by yourself? This does take a minute to reflect on because a lot of times those same things are the areas in which we feel most exhausted by. So if you feel like you're the friend that is overextending yourself by always having to be the one to arrange plans or make reservations, ask your friends, hey, how about next time we hang out, I would love for you to pick out a place. I would love for you to pick out a place that you've um, been wanting for us to try. Or if it's in your home and you are a parent or you have a roommate even, it comes down to cleaning, chores, those types of things. Instead of it feeling like, that person has to help you think of it as a divide and conquer situation where that person is actually aiding in in the responsibilities of the household versus it being your responsibility and them only helping you out here and there. So if you don't have anyone in your immediate circle that comes to mind, consider looking online for communities, support groups, spaces, and even if this is hiring someone to help you out, whether that's a virtual assistant or hiring someone to once a month come help you clean your house, and if that's within your means, please do it because you deserve to have space so that you can pour back into yourself. We are not meant to live in silos. We are part of an ecosystem. So if there are things that in your life that are draining you and there are tasks in your life that are draining you, don't be afraid to ask for help. And of course, this also includes seeking help for mental health uh, resources. So whether that's finally trying therapy, finally trying counseling, or talking to someone that you trust so that you can be directed into having more of a supportive uh, system, that will benefit you in the long run. And you won't be as burnt out. Number four is romanticizing your life. So if you are on TikTok or Instagram or any social media apps, you've probably heard people talk about romanticizing your life. And what does romanticizing your life actually mean? Simply put, it's really deepening your awareness of your surroundings, your routines, and embracing the mundane moments of your life. So how do you do this? How do you romanticize your life? You start small, and again, you live within your means. If you're still curious about living the soft life, click the link in our show notes or search The Soft Life with Sadie Baddies on your favorite podcast platform.